You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Wow, Matt, fellow adventures. We are back with Sir Croakington, who is in the village of Hawklaw, where he is a hero, and still a toad, in case you forgot. <laughs> Alright, the next, a whole, some new adventures have been unlocked, because we're now heroic enough that people talk to us about their problems. When they're monster problems. Because apparently I'm good at monster problems. But this one was already here. The Savage Wild. When you learn that Lamnir Greyfen, whose farm sits on the outskirts of Folklore, has recently began to report wolf attacks on his renowned flock of sheep, and that he's offering a generous reward to anyone bold enough to eradicate the menace, you take the opportunity to approach him and inquire further. Starting the adventure. And it embarks. Namler Greenfem, those teeming flock of burning axe sheep, is the envy of the entire Heart Hills region, has recently reported several wolf attacks on his valuable livestock. Just click the sheep link. Burning, burning arc sheep. This hardy breed of broadland sheep, famous for their ability to thrive in both cold and temperate climates, are highly valued for the quality of their wool. While such incursions by wolves and other predators are not uncommon throughout this remote corner of the kingdom, the creatures that haunt mauled and devoured Lamnir's stock, based on his own sightings of them, Seem to fit the description of crag wolves, and there's a link for them too. A few predators across the vast breadth of North Portland are as feared and steeped in legend as the large, black, and vicious crag wolf. These savage creatures, nearly half again as big as their smaller wolf brethren, 
brethren are strong enough to bring down a horse and aggressive enough to prey upon all but the very largest denizens of the wild. Over the past several centuries, the number of quagwalls that that roam the North Broadlands has dwindled considerably, leaving many to believe that the species was dying out. Recently, however, sightings of these fearsome predators have been on the rise. What has... Has Ichthyon been breeding them in a special wolf breeding dimension that he annexed a while back? It's just, just, just like, just, just filled with wolves, tire dimension, and he just gates them in to whatever realm he's interested in in advance. Maybe, could be, could be. I mean, he's got, he's, he's got. Loads of dimensions he's conquered, so he can do whatever he wants. Just as long as he does it really slowly, because he's got a whole age to fill. An entire age. He's not just. It's not the. A couple of bad decades of Ichthyon. It's an age of Ichthyon. Because apparently, he, he's playing a long game. Or maybe he's just not really. That focused on conquering, conquering the world of Smith. It's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I guess I'll get. I'll guess I'll throw a few demons at Swift. I mean, I'm not really into it. I mean, there's that puppy dimension over there. I really want to brutalize that. I mean, Smith. Yeah. I mean, Guess I have to, because I mean it's there. I'm gonna conquer it eventually, but yeah, slowly, slowly. I mean, yeah, I mean there is a hero from there who's prophesied to defeat me, but I checked the prophecies; it's a long way off. So I can take it slow. I take it slow, or something like that. Larger, stronger. Far more aggressive than their smaller brethren, Quagwalls, long thought to disappear from the North Broadlands, have been spotted with growing frequency across a wide swath of the northern realms. When you learn that Lamhir has reportedly located the cave in which the Quagwalls has taken up residence, that he's offering a generous reward to anyone bold enough to eradicate the menace menace. You take the opportunity to approach him and inquire further. Lamley Gratham, his quick, thick, work-worn fingers gripping a steaming mug of paleo, blows back a dangling strand of his tangled greying hair and sighs. The broad-shouldered farmer, long considered to be the strongest man within a week's travel of Hawklaw, now shuffles about only with the help of a sturdy cane. An effort to offset a recent injury to his left leg. You're the only one who showed any interest in it, he says, his deep voice cracking at odd intervals. I don't suppose we ought to have expected much else. Folk have their own problems, of course. Got the lads watching the flock, but I don't know they'll stick to it. 
the wolves come prowling. Don't think I would. Lamnir tells you that he and his two farmhands have just discovered a, a cave in the forest near his farm in which crag wolves have taken up residence. When you inquire further, you learn he has seen at least eight of the vicious creatures in and about the caves. Although I suspect there'll be a lot more of them. Maybe even an arbitrarily large number of them. He says he will pay 500 gold to anyone able to remove the wolves. I think I can do that. So there it is, he says. Good bit of gold for a good bit of service. Not just service to me, mind. There are a good many folk around here. Those animals are in danger. As long as those wolves are worrying about. Well, what do you got to say about it? Sipping at the pedo which Lamnir bought for you. Yep, very difficult. Gonna have to, have to, have to hold on to the edge. And you carefully consider his proposal. 500 gold for clearing the crag wolves out of the cave. Oh, I could decline, but <laughs> as if I'm going to do that, I agree to his proposal. Amelie's creased face brightens and he manages a faint smile when you tell him that you accept his offer. I've had a good feeling about you, he says, his voice continuing to crack at odd intervals. Well then, settled. There isn't much more to tell you about it, except where to find the cave. You listen carefully as Lamnir describes for you the location of the cave. After listening to Lamnir detail the location of the cave, which proves to be in a thick patch of forest less than a mile from the eastern edge of his meadows, you finish your payload and bid him farewell. Thank you, he says as you prepare to depart. And luck be with you. Let me know the moment those walls have been taken care of. And we'll settle everything up. To investigate the cave near Lumley's farm, select Explore the Village of Hawklaw option Hawklaw, then select Return to a previously discovered location and choose Forest Cave near Lumley's farm. Okay, Explore the Village of Hawklaw. Alright, Forest Cave. You're standing... Am I standing? Yeah, let's just say that. You're standing in the midst of a tangled swath of forest, almost a mile east of Farmer Grafen's largest meadow, several yards away, tucked in a jagged outcropping of rock that extends along the base of a steep hillock, is the dark, gaping mouth of a cave. The ground in front of the cave mouth is littered with the evidence that suggests a large number of walls have taken up residence here. So I could rest here, but I'm already rested. Enter the cave. Moving cautiously, with your trusted light flaring brightly as it passes shadows, you make your way into the cave. You're standing just inside the mouth of the cave. To the east, the broad, uneven corridor swiftly disappears into darkness behind you to the west. The pale, dust-choked light of the forest filters into this gloom-filled lair. 
I'm in the northwest corner. Just gonna make my way east. Your invading light scatters the gloom as you merrily make your way through the cave's twisting pasties. Now and again, the distant, chilling sound of a grim snarl reaches your ears. I guess I've just got my light lantern just balanced on my back. Maybe I've got some straps holding it on. Something like that. You stifle a startled gasp as a savage growl subtly echoes out of the darkness. Instinctively drawing yourself into combat-ready stance, you watch as a large black wolf steps into view. The fearsome crag wolf, his head hung low, and his bright yellow eyes reflecting the glow of your light, bares its teeth and snarls as it slowly begins to circle you. Without warning, the wolf lunges. It's a quag wolf. Let's begin combat. S oh, oh, no. I tried to stab it, but it bit me instead. Viciously. Quag wolf viciously attacks you. Uh, I stab. Stab some more. And stab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bleeding all over me. You gross. You step away from the remains of the slain wolf and spend a few moments checking over equipment. Based on what you've seen and heard while exploring the cave, you remain convinced that more crag wolves still inhabit this dark lair. Because we're not killing a number of them, we're killing all of them. Every single one. If there's a single wolf left, we're not done. Fortunately, there actually is a finite amount of wolves. Because this isn't, you know, most video games with wolf-killing quests where they just, they have infinite wolves. If you kill them, more come. And you just got to kill an amount. Or get something from them which functionally ends up being kill an amount but there's a range that you will end up having to kill or kill a boss which means you have to kill an amount to get to the boss or gather something there in the game which means you have to kill an amount of wolves so you can get to the thing or rescue someone, which means kill an amount of wolves because this guy is an idiot and has somehow managed to anger every wolf in the cave. To making certain nothing else is lurking in the nearby darkness, you once again set off through the cave. Alright, went south a bit. Another crag wolf. And it is slain. Yep, there's 9 XP. Quite a bit of XP for these. Alright, making my way to the southwest corner. It's another crag wolf, and it is slain. More XP. Set off through the cave. Uh, so I, I trained my weaponry and weaponry 
Stabbing to 30, give me a little boost. Right, make my way to the southwest corner. You step into a wide alcove at the end of the cave tunnel and immediately find yourself confronted by a pair of snarling quagwolves, the vicious predators who have been feeding on the bloody remains of some large creature, quickly turn away from their meal and lunge at you, their deadly teeth gashing wildly as they attempt to tear out your throat. It's a crag wolf. One of two. What if I use the melee scry? Okay, so I dodge one attack and my melee weighting goes up. So that, that combines, so you get defense and a little extra offense. Of course, raising me anyway doesn't help here because it's already a plus three. But if it was a scale thing or anything that wasn't already plus three, then it would help. Uh, so 10 XP. You step back from the carcass of the slain beast and immediately find yourself set upon by the second wolf. But what about the sword of thought? You tear into your enemy's mind with a powerful telepathic attack. Three melee waiting this round. Oh, that, when that didn't really help either. Anyway, I gave it a critical stab. Right! Right in the heart. Which is easy when I just hop under it. I just hop under and then stab right directly up. Right through the heart. And it's dead before it even knows it. Slain. And another 10 XP. Seven of it to divination. As the second wolf slumps at the cave floor, you step back from the oozing carcass cautiously peer into the surrounding gloom. With no sign of anything else stirring the darkness, you quickly check over your gear before turning your attention to the bloodied remains of the large creature upon which the wolves were feeding. A closer examination of the carnage reveals the large, bloody heap of bones and shredded flesh is the remains of an ogre! You can only surmise that the massive creature was likely set upon by crag wolves. Perhaps as it slept in this very cave, which you now realise must have been its lair. You quickly search through the gruesome pile and discover, much to your surprise, an iron key attached to a length of blood-soaked twine. I guess it's a Probably a good thing there's one less ogre around. But now we've got all these wolves, which... Probably not a good swap. Oh well. At the end of it, we won't have any of them. Believing the key may prove to be important, you promptly take possession of it. Iron key, twine. This iron key, which is attached to a blood-soaked length of twine. I missed the gruesome... Amidst the gruesome remains of an ogre whose corpse had been savaged by quag wolves. Yep. Lie in the corner, much of its hilt and blade covered in dry blood, is a two handed sword. It seems probable this heavy this is the heavy weapon the orc must have wielded 
as it tried to defend itself, a bite unsuccessfully against its savage foes. Two-handed sword, of course that's way, way, way too big for Sir Crokington to use in combat. So we'll just go into his mysterious inventory. Somehow. It, it just does. It, it, it's magic. It, it, just, 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 it just, just works like that. To making certain you haven't missed anything, you prepare to resume your exploration of the cave. Alright, I'm now moving along the south side, to the alcove. A large heap of debris and refuse fills this small sunken chamber to the south of the cave passage. You quickly realise this path is largely made up of decaying animal remains. Time to search the pile of refuse. Towards the bottom of the pile of refuse, next to the maggot-infested carcass of a small deer, you discover a lead pouch containing a small quantity of gold. 37 gold. Well, that's not very much at all. After taking possession of the gold, do what you can to clean the remnants of the gruesome pile from your hands and arms. You conclude your search and prepare to resume your exploration of the cave can search it again and of course I find nothing because I've already looked there. Alright, keep going on the south side. Alright, then I found a little twisty passage. A large number of animal pelts, some in varying states of decay, are heaped in piles that cover the uneven floor at the end of the cave tunnel. Search through the pelts. Yes. A, th a thorough search of the, of the pelts turns up four wolf skins and a bear skin that have yet to suffer the ravages of decay. Believing these pelts may prove to be, have some value, you quickly decide to take them. Yes. And this is the only time you gather... Okay, not the only time. There's, uh, there's the Urgrau in Fort Ironwind, but... You don't just randomly find animal pelts from your sleigh, because that would be really boring after a while. You found these four pelts, three wolf skins and a bear skin, deep in a cave, a cave in the forest in Norcourt Claw. With the pelts stuffed safely in amongst your other belongings, you prepare to resume your exploration of the cave. Suddenly... Just as you're about to conclude your search, you spot a strange-looking pelt towards the bottom of one of the piles. You quickly remove the skin, and a startled discovery is the hide of an igual. The skill of woodmanship allowed you to spot and identify this valuable pelt. I guess if I didn't have woodmanship, I wouldn't know that it was a really special pelt. And I wouldn't ask a special price, and if I don't bring it up, whoever I'm selling it to, I'm bringing up, that's for sure. Unable to fathom how such a pelt finds its way into the dark corner of a cave, far removed from the high, snowy folk slopes that Igoro inhabit, you nevertheless recognise its value. Okay, Igoro pelt, I 
guess. I guess maybe the ogre used it. I imagine those would be really handy during the cold winter nights. Uh -uh. Good trade to other ogres. And, and show it off to all the lady ogres, if there are lady ogres. It's not the sort of thing you really ask, it's kind of rude. Anyway, looking at the item. This thick, grey, white and grey belt is fletched with, fletched with patches of brown. It's from the Ugarau. You discover this belt deep in the cave in the forest near Hawklaw. Okay, here's the link for Igoral. These massive, savage, fur-covered bipeds, larger than the largest of forest trolls, inhabit the icy upper reaches of the Allspun Mountains, where they carve out a grim existence, slaying and devouring anything unlucky or foolish enough to cross their path. In recent years, Ilgal sightings have dwindled, many, many le leading many to believe the fearsome creatures along the bane of travellers braving the high mountain passes are beginning to die out. Most, most recent sightings of Ilgal have taken place on the high slopes of the towering Mount Corrigan, one of the highest peaks in the entire Allspun range. The broad, muscular, imposing frame of Ogoral is covered by a thick coat of white and grey fur. Long arms and legs allow the creature to move through deep snow with relative ease, and their large, clawed hands are capable of bringing down most prey with a single blow. Due to their durability, warmth and rarity, Ogoral hides a prize by those seeking to craft armour or tire out of them. If you should happen upon an Irrigal during your adventures, you might want to take a moment and reconsider the sort of places in which you're adventuring. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. 
After securing the valuable pelt in amongst your other belongings, you once again prepare to set off through the cave. So I'll be trading... I'll be trading those in for adventure tokens at some point. That's not really adventurous, so I'll probably do that off screen. Or maybe I won't. Who knows? Who knows? Well, there's something. I'll just heal myself a bit. Right, let's try out the northern side. Alright, moving to the northeast side. The instant you step into a small chamber at the end of the tunnel, your eyes are met by a gruesome, chilling sight. Lie on the side at the base of the far wall. His torso emitted with deep, hideous gashes is a massive crag wolf. The fearsome creature, much larger than any other wolf you've encountered in this cave, swiftly struggles to its feet and turns to face you. Its yellow eyes shine in the glow of the light. As the wounded but vicious predator bares its teeth and begins to snarl, you suddenly realise the wolf is about to attack. So my options are use archery, or I could, if I had telekinesis or illusion, I could use those. I could attack the massive cray wolf, crag wolf, or I could try to flee. Even though I only have a 53% chance of success, I'm going to give archery a go. Unsuccessful. Having failed to successfully employ your chosen tactic, you hurriedly draw yourself into defensive stance. The massive wolf. Massive wolf lunges. Oh, that makes sense, archery. Because I don't even know how I would do archery. I guess just through sheer grit. That'll probably do it. It's a massive crag wolf. Now, what if I use... Obstacle! You conjure up an obstacle to befuddle your foe. One ameliorating, one adjustment of combat wall. Alright, entangle! Long, glowing chains suddenly appear and blind your foe. One adjustment to combat wall, and the enemy can't attack. And it stays entangled for a few turns. Honestly, that just seems much better than obstacle. Although maybe entang obstacles greater success. Oh well. Anyway, it is slain. It is slain. 18 XP. Waddle gasps suddenly escapes from the crag wolf. As the vicious predator at last succumbs to the wounds whittling his torso. The savage sweet beast, its legs twitching rapidly, topples onto its side and expires. As you step away from the wall's remains, you suddenly spot a stone strong box lying on the flat rock at the base of the chamber. The carcass of the massive crack wolf lies across the threshold of the small chamber at the end of the tunnel. Resting on a flat rock at the back of the chamber is a stone strong box. The strong box is locked and closed. Now, will that key I just found work? Iron key twine, use. The iron key is a perfect fit, and a quick twist of its sturdy shank opens the strong box. 
You carefully open the box and lid and peer inside. The stone strong box contains a large quantity of gold, a dagger, a wooden scroll case and a long iron key. Let's take it all. Alright, I'm going to have to identify those things later. And there's probably somewhere I can use the key, which I discovered in this, in this long iron box and a lock. You discovered this long iron key in a locked strong box deep within a cave in a forest near Hawklaw. After making certain you haven't overlooked anything, you once again prepare to set off through the cave. Okay, that was the northwest, northeast end, now the southeast end. Is another crag wolf. Just gonna fight it. Can't quick combat it because I haven't got the quick stone yet. 9 XP. And I won't have the quick stone for a while because you gotta get 200 ATs to get that. And that, even, even with all the ATs you can get in the, in the, in the tavern, that's still a lot. Just checking. I've been, yeah, been in the refuse. Another crag wolf appears. You think they'll learn by now? Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't mess about. Just going. Stab. Just stab. Stab, and I don't. Don't even. I don't even wait for it to die. I just keep hopping along. Hopping along. And I get 9 XP. More crag wolves still inhabit this lair. Uh, I probably, yeah, probably don't want them to run. Because then they'll just set up in another cave and cause more problems. And it's probably for the best for everyone else that they're not learning their lessons. Alright, southeast corner and go to the north. Suddenly, you make you make you suddenly make a startling and gruesome discovery. The skulls of three horses and an assortment of items lie in a natural rock shelf along the eastern wall of this section of the cave passage. A closer examination on the items of this shelf reveals three leather tunics. Each emblazoned with the silhouette of a griffin's head, the, insig the insignia of Tyson Border Rangers. Based on the condition of the horse skulls and the moderate deterioration of the tunics, you estimate the three Border Rangers to which the power belonged likely met a gruesome end in and around, well, in or around this cave in the last several years. I can take their tunics. They're only one SP, probably because they're largely rotted. This leather tunic, emblazoned with the insignia of a Tyson border range, has begun to decay. You discover this tunic and two others like it in a cave in a forest near Hawklaw. You know, I'm not even going to take them. 
After spending a moment to decide whether or not you want to take any of the tunics, which I don't, I could sell them for about 40 gold each, maybe. But that's not meh. I mean, it's disrespectful, among other things. Uh, and honestly, I look like if I just show up with a ranger's tunics with no obvious, with no obvious source, everyone think, yeah, this this guy's a, this guy's a serial killer. Yeah, I resume my exploration of the cave. All right, coming along the passage to the end of it. A large iron banded chest sits against the far wall of this otherwise empty, roughly square chamber. The chest is, is closed and locked. I got another key just a bit back. The iron, the long iron key. Let's lose that, use that. You insert the long iron key into the keyhole with some difficulty. You manage to turn the key to the white until you suddenly hear a loud click. The chest is now unlocked. To removing the key, you carefully lift the lid and peer inside the chest. And climbing it too. Inside the chest you discover a large assortment of items. And they're not... Alright, they're getting better as I go down the list. Sturdy bone belt. Padded seas well clasted, split bone sturdy, chain breastplate column, bone breastplate sturdy. Now some of these will probably improve my stats. I'll have to check check after I get out of this cave. And it, when even they're gone, they're gone, and now they're gone. Beneath the pile of items, you find a bag containing a large quantity of gold. 117 gold. Having exhausted your examination of the chest and its contents, take a few moments to adjust your equipment before once again setting off on your way. Alright, now I just gotta find the west of the wolves. Wherever they may be. Hey, Wolfie, 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 Wolfies. I'm a very delicious toad who's not going to kill you. Definitely not. Just a regular toad. And here comes one. Stabity stab. One stab in the neck. One stab in the heart. Two stabs is dead. The first stab killed it, but it didn't know it. So I had to remind it with the heart stab. And 9xp. You step away from the remains of the slain wolf and spend a few moments checking over your equipment. Based on what you've seen and heard while exploring the cave, you may convinced that more wolves still inhabit this dark lair. How many more? Well, we, it remains to be seen. Oh, well, at least one more, because there it is. Almost at three stabs. And it dies. Another 9 XP. I'm just going to keep searching around. Craig Wolf. Stabity, stabity, stab. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty wounded. Alright. I'm going to west a bit. 
because I've lost about half my health fighting all these wolves. Step out of the cave. West nearby. Your stamina points have been fully restored. But not not my not my Neville Reserve because it's it's not a proper west. Just a mini west. Enter the cave. Alright, just gonna wander around. Looking all delicious. Quag wolf. Two stabs and it go. It's gone. Once, once, once in the neck. Once right in the belly. And 10 XP. That. Keep them, keep them coming. Come on, wolfy, 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 wolfy. I, uh, I am made. I am made of meat. And there's one, it gets stabbed. For another 9 XP. You've always got to be ready to stab a wolf. Apparently. Because wolves are, well, every heroic fantasy guy ends up fighting wolves. I mean, they're almost, almost, almost as common as goblins or slimes. Right, so, yes, they're, they're just yep, common or mysteriously large bugs. Here's another quag, quag wolf. Without warning, the wolf lunges. Stabity, stabity. Uh, tried to bite me, but I just used that opportunity to stab it right in the brain. You step away from the remains of the slain wolf and spend a few moments checking over your opponent, checking over your equipment. You're but certain you've just slain the last of the quag wolves in the caves. After completing your exploration, you shall make your way out of the cave and report your success to Farmer Grayfin. To making certain nothing else is lurking in the nearby darkness, you once again set off through the cave. Well, I'll just pass my way to the entrance, trying to be looking extra delicious in the interim, in case there's any stragglers. Grim silence fools this dark lair. Yep. Doesn't seem there's any wolves about. Yeah, not even one lone wolf while howling around looking for everyone else who just mysteriously disappeared. Nope, nope, nope. They've all gone to wherever it is that crag wolves go where they when they die. Yeah, I, which, of course, I don't know because I'm not a wolf theologian. Step out of the cave. You've done it! The cave is now clear of clag walls. 128 XP to general. Standing just outside the mouth of the cave, you take a few minutes to check over your equipment before setting out for the farm of Lamnir Grayfen, eager to report the success of your task. As expected, Lamnir is pleased and grateful to learn you've rid the cave of the dire menace posed by the Crag Wolf Pack. He promptly hands over a bag containing the gold he promised you. 
500 gold. And you'll stay supper with us, he says, smiling, as he waves his hand in the direction of his large dwelling. With venison, a bit of good mutton, and a stew that's got both. Alright, should I stay for the supper? Okay, yeah, yeah, stay for the supper. The meal proves to be the best you've had in months. Yes, because it, it's not bugs. I mean, bugs are nice, but you've got to have some variety. Lamnir, his wife, Edwin, and their three young daughters are splendid hosts. And through conversing with them, you learn much about what has recently transpired in and around Hawklaw. This guy, he just turned up and he killed all the goblins. Oh, hey, it was you. Yes, yeah, so you, you probably already know about that. After, after, oh, there's this other guy. He turned up. And he, and he, he did the hammer tongue chase. All right, oh, well, that was you too. There was this other guy. And he forced about it. All right, oh, that, that, that was you too. All the stories mentioned that you were towed. After supper, Lamnir pressures you for details of an adventure in the cave. Leaving out the more gruesome bits, you provide a thrilling account of your victory over the crag walls. As, as his daughters are shuffled off to bed, Lamnir, leaning on his cane, steps outside with you. With a short, stout pipe snug between his teeth, he asks you to reveal more than you did while in the presence of his family. He repeatedly nods as you again recount your adventure, this time with nothing left out. I mean, I probably wouldn't bring up the whole border ranges thing. I mean, that's just... That, that doesn't really add anything to the story except make it really sad. Yeah. These are troubling times, says Labnir, as you conclude your account. And there's no mistake about that. To think that in the end, the savage war pressing up against our borders may be the least of everything. The fools you find, find about, not just here, mind, everywhere. They know nothing of it. Nothing of what's going on. What's creeping up on us all? On, if they do know something, they don't see for it. Whiz, whiz. We can all be certainly be thankful there are few of those who see it, understand what's coming, and can all be thankful for someone like you, and I am. The broad-shouldered farmer, still supporting his bulky frame with the use of the cane, steps forward and meets you in a shoulder cross. We spend the next small while conversing with Lamnir before bidding him farewell and setting off for the village. Edwini emerges from the house as you're leaving and thanks you. Together, she and Lamnir watch as you depart. It's nearing dusk when you arrive back in Hawklaw. Hopping along the village's lonely thoroughfare, mind wanders back to your parting conversation with Lamnir. As you near the village centre, you find yourself pouring, pouring over some of what he said to you. These are troubling times. To think that in the end the savage war pressing up against our borders may be the least of everything. 
Your concentration is abruptly broken by an eruption of loud, friendly voices. Looking up, you realise you're drawing up to the stone-backed tavern. The flickering light of a blazing fire and the thick, cheerful din of unbridled merriment spill out through the tavern's open doors. You turn and head towards the welcoming glow, only to suddenly pause. The picture of the grave in a bow suddenly appears at the floor of your thoughts. The remote house, starkly silhouetted against the darkening sky, surrounded by the encroaching fingers of a deep and lonely wild, proves an inexplicably unsettling image. With your next breath, the image in your mind begins to dissolve, and you hurriedly make your way into the thronged tavern, thankful, if only for the next small while, to not have to face the night's lengthening shadow alone. And that is the end of the Savage Wild. Got 384 experience in general, 32 experience to all skills and powers. Now let's go identify those items we found. The Sigil Scroll Bear and a Dagger of Emerald Flame. Let's have a closer look at that. Dagger of Emerald Flame. Melee rating of 2, Spirit plus 1. And that's worse than what I currently have. And I just came with. Probably bought from home or something. Who knows? It, its origin isn't explained. So it's probably incredibly exciting and dramatic. And the Sigil Scroll Bear. The worn surface of this high scroll is covered all manner of ancient Ardevarian symbols. Now properly identified, a small, intricate sigil of bear is discernible amongst the other symbols that fill the scroll. Accompanying a sigil through barely visible is a short, cryptic verse. This is an Ardevarian sigil scroll. Weaving the cryptic verse on the scroll will release the magic contained in this valuable artifact. Weaving this scroll from any safe location will release its magic. Well, let's go read it. The instant you weave this cryptic verse, the scroll crumbles to dust in your hands. The red glowing image of a great bear takes form in front of you. The bear turns to face you and stretches wide its mouth as it unleashes a mighty bellow. But before any sound escapes from its gaping maw, the apparition vanishes. In the wake of the image's sudden disappearance, you feel somehow... different. 256 experience to general, and 16 experience to all skills and powers, which is something. Definitely something. Now, I'm going to pause while I see if any of that equipment I found is better than what I had equipped. And then I have to tune it up to actually fit me. Some of it did. And my SP whiz from, rose from 45 to 49. It all adds up. It all adds up. Now, I guess... Well, next time I'll be doing... 
something else. I think maybe I'll be going down to to Dernsig and looking at those seven night statues. Or maybe something else. Not really sure. It might not even be Sir Croakington next time. But anyway, until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.